Did you know that Case and Huff and Schleter has been servicing customers in the tri-state area for nearly 100 years? As an independent insurance agency, they have the flexibility to find the right value for your business, farm, and personal insurance needs. Case and Huff and Schleter is a locally owned agency. Their agents and support team are ready to help. Give them a call or find them on Facebook. Case and Huff and Schleter, proud sponsor of the Muddy River News Business Spotlight. Welcome to the Muddy River News Business Spotlight, brought to you by Case Nuff and Schleter Insurance. I am Bob Goff. I'm with Ken Sparrow of Area Distributors. Welcome! Good morning, Bob. Thank you for the invitation. I've been trying to get you here for months, but you're so darn busy, it's just it's, it's just an honor to have you. No, we're, we are excited. <laughs> we are busy. Things are good, and we, we look forward to this. You, uh, you and uh, Jeff Rupert uh, and part of your investment group have now, what are you, got about two years into yep. it now? July, Mid-July was two years. And you guys keep buying stuff. We're working on it, you know. We, you, we've had opportunities. We don't want to do too many things too fast or things we don't belong in. But, yeah, we've had uh, a couple of acquisitions that make the company even bigger and better. And, uh, you know, you, you probably, I mean, you took over, you know, when you took over from the, you know, from the Slough family, you know, you had this well-established business. But when you when you walked into that and, you know, you kind of, you and Jeff kind of took a look at it, what were some of the things you said, you know, this is a great local company, but we think we can make it better? What, what sort of things have you done that you think kind of enhanced the company? You know, first of all, it was built on a great foundation. The Sloughs started the company literally about 50 years ago, Dick Slough. And then his family ran it for many, many years. Um, Jeff and I were in related businesses previously, so we knew the name. Didn't know as much as we probably thought we knew. The, the company was bigger than we thought. Um, but so we had the opportunity, purchased it, and everybody involved was awesome from day one. I mean, we attempted and I think really did a good job trying to find that balance because we continued to work with the family and still do to this day. A lot of the time that doesn't go well, but I think in this case it went about as well as it could. So all we've really tried to do is don't screw up what they were already doing well. And just get the name out there more, broaden the portfolio of products, maybe broaden the geography over time, that sort of thing. And when you talk about broadening the geography, it looks like the, the acquisition you have made has certainly been a way to expand the footprint. Um, and, and your first, you know, after, you, again, you got in business in July of, of 2020, or Ju- yeah, July 2020. Then July 2021, you 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 made your first uh, first purchase as a business to expand. Correct. We, we did. And that that was Marlon Business Forms, and um, I had always kind of known who Marlon was. It was kind of funny when we had I called Lon, the seller, and said, "Hey, someday if you think you're going to retire, we'd, we'd have interest in taking a look at this thing." And that day did come. He did call back, and we took a look at the information you would normally look at, such as the customer list. 80% of their customers were our customers already. So we felt, and he felt, we, we connected well right away. And then uh, we knew the customers would probably have comfort with us already being a known entity. It was kind of a new product seg- segue. Instead of being janitorial and cleaning supplies and office supplies, this got into the printed business forms, checks for businesses, envelopes, uh, custom labels. But it was really parallel, just one step off to the right, you might say. And uh, and then you know it didn't take you much longer then though to go ahead and then in make another acquisition then in December of 2021 with Hesco right we did and that's been our largest uh, initiative since we bought the company it was a time driven situation we got a phone call last October people some of our suppliers know that we're casting our net out there trying to look at opportunities like that I did not know who they were when we got the phone call but 
I quickly told Jeff, my business partner, I said, man, these guys are in Chicago. We're not Chicago. But I said, you never know. Maybe they sell online. Maybe they ship via UPS to all 50 states. And that's precisely what happened. So wow. two days later, we went and sat with the seller, spent a day with him, great guy. And the following night, um, made an offer because we knew that he needed to sell because his real estate was sold. And we made a respectable offer. We agreed, shook hands, and got it done in December. So, uh, you know, when you're sitting down there at your uh, offices of Vermont and you tell your employees this, do they kind of go, oh, God, not again? What now? <laughs> I, I think they're excited. Our people are unbelievable. The talent, the, the dedication. Um, I think they were excited. That one was probably more for us to bite off than we expected. We moved several thousand different SKUs to our Quincy building. We did have enough space when we got creative. Um, Jeff and I worked insane hours, as did some of our teammates. It, got, it took two, three months to settle in, but now it has settled in, so now we're trying to build on the synergies of the two. Launching a new website this fall, a new computer system, so the two will they'll still be two different entities on the web, but they'll behave as one on the backside, so we're very excited about how we can harness that. And I think it's you know important when you're sitting there, when, and you because when you have to bring in an, another business into the portfolio, and you have certain you know it's it's never a it's never a given that somebody's operating system and the and your operating system are going to mesh, and eventually you've got to get it all. You don't want your people have to sit there to go to two to three different platforms to get stuff done. You're eventually going to want to synergize all yeah, that. We are so excited about it. It's, it's intimidating because it's not a small change. But we, we kind of have to do it because it's without getting onto one system, it's a barrier to what we could become. But each company, because each each brings a lot to the table. When you uh, and again, when you talk about the your primary function, the janitorial and cleaning, uh, that sort of went uh, hand in hand with uh, with our pandemic that we had. Talk a little bit about how you guys had to adjust and maneuver and, and deal with that, and how you're and how you you've come out of it. So it's funny you bring that up. The, the day that. Prisco announced the state of emergency, and it was also the same day that Adams County had its first confirmed case. I called the seller and said, hey, we love this story, but can we take a quick time out? Because this feels like something's coming that none of us have seen before. And sure enough, it did. We sincerely meant that the interest remained. So I think about two months later, I said, hey, Kevin, let's roll. It's Yes, we're still nervous, but we don't want to keep you hanging sure. on this topic. So we, we quickly jumped and closed on the business. Because of the nature of the, pro the company, it wouldn't surprise you that that fall was, at the time, the best fall the company ever had. We provided, you know, something like 60 or 70, 55-gallon drums of disinfectant to companies and schools in the region. Crazy quantities, and uh, it kind of made us look like geniuses. None of us were excited that the, that the cause was COVID, but we do think we filled a gap that was necessary. Um, since then, that has calmed down dramatically, which is good for society. None of us want that to be a, a key thing that changes life. But there's no doubt it, ironically, was was good timing in that sense. Sure. And, uh, you know, when you, you talk about, you know, your employees and what they have to to, to go through, and you said you're, you're very proud of your team, but uh, it seems like everybody's always out there, out there looking for for new people. But you've got a you've got a pretty steady group in, and you're not really struggling to find to find workers now, right? Not right now. Early on, there was some turnover, um, which is completely normal during times of companies being bought and sold. And as as those things occurred, we just we would try to find the next person, and we kind of wound up hiring people we either knew or maybe one or two steps removed. Awesome people. Some came from related businesses. Some were completely unrelated businesses. 
they've been awesome people. They seem to have been happy. And because of that, we continue to get referrals for new potential employees. And like, like I mentioned yesterday, there's actually a few folks interested today that I just don't really have an opening for. It's highly unusual, and I'm not sure. bragging because the day could come where we're not right, sure. But right now, we, we, we're blessed with a great staff that's enough people and couldn't be better people. And your, again, just so your primary customers are basically schools, restaurants, nursing homes, hospitals, who you can provide your products yep. to. Yeah, and then with, with the diversification, Jeff and I had a big background in the industrial packaging business, bags, boxes, bubble wrap, the stuff that Amazon brings to your doorstep every day. So we're continuing everything that area did, but it, you know, we quadrupled or probably quintupled now our packaging business, and we're still at the tip of the iceberg there. And uh, I guess so... What's what's next? I mean, you're you 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 go and you 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 and Jeff have put together this, like I said, this portfolio earlier, and now it's just at, at some point, you know, you want to sit there and and say, okay, we've got to maintain this, we've got our P and we've got to hit all our numbers, we've got to do all that. Is that really kind of the focus right now? Are you guys kind of in a in a stable mode? But if an opportunity popped up, you'd sure take a look. That's a great way to characterize it. We are looking. There are some current opportunities. In fact. There are many companies like us, typically smaller, typically maybe smaller towns, for example, and they're not the kind getting the attention from private equity to larger companies to possibly buy them. So we're looking at some, more than one right now. Those will bring us into other cities as they happen. However, Bob, we want, we want to do it right <laughs> and at the right time and be sent uh, responsible financially so that we don't bite off you know, more than we can chew. But yeah, we, we envision becoming a regional multi-location distributor uh, so as of when you talk about facilities, you have the one facility in Quincy, but you still have the others in Jacksonville and Chicago. Do you still have space there? So Chicago, we emptied the building. That building's been sold to another buyer. So we we just moved the inventory there. That that company, Hesco, we ship all 50 states and even internationally, but it's all shipped via UPS. Very different than the area model, which relies on our, primarily our own trucks. So we're not, we do not have real estate there. In the Jacksonville acquisition, waiting down on office equipment, um, that was essentially us buying a customer list for a 40, 50-year-old company. Okay. And we serviced that from Quincy. There were a few towns that they went to that we really can't get to very well from Quincy, but the ones in our sweet spot, we think we've done a nice job with. So in, in terms of that, is it a possibility where, you know, you and uh, and Jeff and your investor group sit down and say, okay, we, <laughs> we love it here, but we're bursting at the seams. Is it a choice of trying to find that space in Quincy or build that space in Quincy? Or it's like, hey, maybe we need to look at a second location that's a little ways away to kind of balance things out. I think we're okay for the foreseeable future with Quincy space, both warehouse space and office space. Um, I think changes you would see in facilities would be a new location two to three hours away in a couple of towns. Okay, and again, I think that just makes a, makes a lot of sense. And then when uh, you know when you're trying to again, you, when you want to keep expanding that footprint, and you talk about you know being regional, regional, and you know, you said, well, we're not Chicago, are we? But you didn't have to be Chicago to make that happen. Right, right, exactly. And, and we, you know, Quincy's a small town, but it's it's a town a town that's got quite a ripple effect, as we know. We've when we talk internally, Jeff and I, and even with some friends and coworkers, we've talked about what Brian Stokes has done what the Oakleys did for years, what you've done, Bob, with your company growing, uh, the Curlins for years. In other words, you can be in small-town America and, and create a larger entity that is far greater than just the, the tri-states. But we love the tri-states, period. We, we could just stop worrying about those other things and focus on area alone and have a great future. But we're, the temptation is there to look at the other ones as well. 
Ron Kinchoff would be appalled that you put us in the category of all those other companies because he uh, he just looks at us as a as strictly a, you know a little small operation and we're just going to be happy in our little space. But that's okay. No, we've we enjoyed it. Us as friends, we've really enjoyed watching what's happening, and we've done what we've done at the same time you've been doing what you've been doing for recent times. It's fun to watch, and we appreciate your sponsorship and support of what we're Absolutely. doing. So. All right. Well, Ken Sparrow, thank you for the time. I sure appreciate the visit as always. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. That's a Ken Sparrow with Area Distributors, and uh, this is the Muddy River Business Spotlight brought to you by Case, Nuff, and Schleter. Have a great week. Did you know that Case and Huff and Schleter has been servicing customers in the tri-state area for nearly 100 years? As an independent insurance agency, they have the flexibility to find the right value for your business, farm, and personal insurance needs. Case and Huff and Schleter is a locally owned agency. Their agents and support team are ready to help. Give them a call or find them on Facebook. Case and Huff and Schleter, proud sponsor of the Muddy River News Business Spotlight.